Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! Outlaw, Outlaw Radio. All right, uh, first of all, a little retro hail without uh, lighting the cigar. Got a little cigar tasting. Thanks to our friends in northern Nevada, Ruiz Cigars. And uh, here, I'll show you this. If you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble.com, it's this cigar right here. It is a uh, Leon Black Label cigar. Leo's. Oh, Leo's? Oh, yeah, Leo's Black Label cigar. And uh, it it looks like a Padron Anniversario, which means it's box-pressed. And by the way, the retro hail, great flavor. Yeah. So you get a you you get a flavor even though you don't like the cigar. So let's uh, tattoo Dave. Let's light these suckers up. All right. We promised that we do a little tasting. Oh, this would be the time that my lighter doesn't work. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> this is great. I got one for you. It's just, but it's just perfect timing. But I just wanted to. But I was only. But, but I, I just wanted to light my cigar. <laughs> Matt, they made you sing. Wow. Don't make me sing. It's still not lighting. No. All right, I got a lighter. Oh wait, I got it. Hold on. Here we go. Mm. Mm. Wow, this is uh, this is rich. Here we go. Quite a flame. Okay, uh, yeah, rich would be the way I would describe it. Yeah, uh, this is right from uh, the gate, right out of the gate. Yeah, this is no cheap ass cigar. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a little more floral than a padrone, but it has that base response. It has that bottom base response and see i like strong cigars and that's what this is strong but lots of finesse what i'm saying is there's wow. no there's no bitterness and no harsh no there's no this is flavorful nothing to is... nothing to harsh or mellow man clearly a full body mm. why don't you marry it mm. okay so we'll uh, give you the progress report as we continue yeah. smoking these but you you really do like this right tattoo dave it's excellent excellent from the start yeah this is good thank you uh, leo's uh, black label cigar and I, I gotta tell you honestly when you compared it to the padrone yeah. i'm not a huge padrone guy so right it's it, it's excellent mm. yes what that mean? Whatever yeah that mean. so far so good yeah um I uh, this is uh, not for nothing as my friend on the east coast will uh, uh, will say i saw this tv ad about a, a deodorant for female, uh, the female erogenous uh-huh. zone. The but, yeah. have you seen this? Of course yeah. I have. Yes, yes. and, and Lumi. Lumi. And I'm just wondering. Oh, Mark even knows. What oh it's God, called. he knows the name. He, he, oh, geez. he recorded it. Oh, geez, he knows the name. He's, he's scary, man. Oh, um, I will tell you why. No. Okay. Uh, I have a male family member uh-huh. who has an odor problem. Oh God. And no, no deodorant has ever worked. <sighs> right. And his wife, family mm. member, purchased it for him. Instant results, no smell. Do you want to hear that? <laughs> no so kidding. So that's how I know it. And what's the name of this? Oh, and how's yeah. Bush? Yeah, and how's and it Bush? And it worked. It worked. So it did, it but it, it's so this was created for the female uh, genitalia. And well, I, I can't discriminate. The reason the I mention this is because. 
Yeah, are there very... are there no limits to what we can sell on TV and well, no, commercials and it, these yeah, days? The visual of this is, is un- mean, unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yeah. It shows you right where you put oh, it. Oh yeah. And it's and it, and you know I I think I must be a blessed guy because I have never been with a woman that had that problem. So I maybe maybe it's just me. Maybe I know how to pick my females. Well, you know what's funny? But, I did, but it wasn't. I mean, there. lady, ladies, no. ladies. Do you do you know of? Do you have a friend who suffers from this problem and would be the first one to buy this deodorant <coughs> for the vajaja? Well, Matt, wait a minute. Huh. I, I did date a girl for a few months that. It wasn't down there though. Her, oh. her pits. Okay, but that's different. That's totally that, different. Yeah, that's They're a different. That's a different animal. That's a different color. Yeah, that's that's Sean Young. That's the no, Sean well, that, Young disease. No, yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah. if it works down there, why wouldn't it work underneath? Well, that, that's well, the way they sell it. You can. Yeah. You can use it anywhere you on can, your body. I guess you can dab it anywhere you want. Hey, Mark. Mark Boyer, scoot over to your right about uh, half. Hey, a and, foot. By, and by the way, Mark C.G. Boyer. Uh, he'll attest to the fact that this yeah. stuff works. Yep. So that's yeah. pretty nice. He's a spokesperson. Well, I for guess him. he's up front and close with his male <laughs> family right. member. All right. Well, well I guess so. Yeah. I mentioned family member. And uh, and you know, I've been thinking. Uh, I've been thinking about Donald Trump a lot lately, and all the hell that he's going through. And there's a part of me. Okay. First of all, I know that he's the right guy to be president. Looney. Uh, but won't do anything more loony than than Biden because Biden does nasty bad things for our great uh, country of America. Yeah, is it coming from him? Nah, nah. He's uh, he's the marionette. He's the puppet. You know, you can kind of see that it, 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 in his demeanor. Yeah, it's affecting him. I, I really believe what's, what's, what's affecting him. This whole thing. It's brought him down a notch. What whole thing? This whole, the, the whole criminal charges, the fi- everything. It's, but it's, it was his idea. It's his regime that are bringing Trump he's down. He's talking about Trump being. No, I, I just think that he's he's what? he's down a notch. He's not. He's not. Who a, is Trump? Oh, gee. that's what he's talking. Okay, about. okay, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't following. I was you with on Matt. That. I thought you were talking about Biden. Okay, no. okay. So. Um, does it bring him down? Well, his poll numbers certainly don't show that. His poll numbers are huge. And they I think they have an extra eight, ten million dollars in the coffers for yeah. fundraising. So no, it hasn't hurt him no. in any way, shape, or form. No, but no, not hurt him. I'm saying publicly he's he's re- he's reformed a little bit. He's he's trying to be I don't better. See that. Who who Trump is yes. trying to be better? Yes. Or- in the last three things, I've he hasn't seen changed him. his personality. I don't at think all. so. Okay. I I haven't I haven't seen that. But you know, I guess that would be nice if he became more diplomatic. However, there is. I know that that he's a great president. He has proven himself yes, in those sir. four years. He was tremendous for the United States of America. Is he a loudmouth son of a bitch? Yes, yes. But he did good things for America. But then the other part of me wonders if he just sh- shouldn't get out of the way now. If he simply shouldn't get out of the way. Yeah, let who come in? With, with all this baggage. Well, yeah. you know, DeSantis? DeSantis, even though, does he have the gravitas? Well, he doesn't need it. You know, does Biden have the gravitas? He doesn't even have gravy. I, even though he does make his own gravy in his pants, oh boy! You know, and that's I think he can pronounce it. That's different, but well, if I, spell it out. But I just, I, I, I do wonder. I do wonder if, if he shouldn't get out of the way. And I'm not saying he should. I'm just. These are the things that bother me because, because more than anything, 
obviously we need a Republican in that office to fix things because we are going down a rabbit hole that another four years of this crap, I, I, I swear to God, all bets are off. It'll be civil war. It's, I mean, it's all, we're almost there, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty scary crap. Lock, Lock and load. Um, I mean, all of, just the social issues and the wokeness. Stop it already. The friggin' gay pride flag above the White House for an entire month. Yeah. But you don't salute our vets in such a manner, right. Biden? Yeah. Anybody. Jesus. It's ludicrous, and it's hurtful, and it's ugly. And why don't mo- more people in America rebel against this lunacy? I don't know why. Um, well, they are here in uh, in Los Angeles, where we emanate. Uh, according to this piece, and I wasn't there, but I did see some video, and so this seems to be legit. It was a pretty empty stadium last night. Dodger Stadium. A pride failure at Dodger Stadium. The Dodgers organization somehow did the impossible. They uh, politicized baseball to the point of ruin. And they haven't they haven't learned their lesson from Bud Light. It from- looks like a lot of our, our beautiful Mexican brethren here in Southern California said, screw this. Yep. It didn't show up. Uh, as 2,000 protesters gathered in parking lot 13 of Dodger Stadium chanting, Save our children and respect my religion, hours before the opening pitch against their division rival San Francisco Giants. And it seemed that the team wanted the fans to arrive to the game blissfully unaware of any protest. Yeah. As they sent an email to ticket holders urging them to avoid the route where the largest amount of protesters were gathered. So they were telling them, well, now here's the route you want to take. So after an introduction of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to an empty, damn near empty stadium, an early early hook of debut pitcher Emmett Sheehan, who was nursing a no-hitter and a Giants rally that would lead a 7-5 San Francisco victory, it became clear that poor decisions would underscore the night. It was also clear... Despite framing from progressive sports writers about how the gay community is under attack, have you noticed that most of these sports writers are are big, woke idiots? I mean, most of them, for some reason, sports writers are big, woke idiots. Give it up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of the writers says it's a uh, religious group who feel attacked by the re-invitation uh, of a group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. The issue is a case study in cognitive dissonance and circular reasoning. See, if they, if these folks would stop wanting us to shed the light and pay attention to them, most of us, the grand majority of, of us on the right or the left, I think simply want to live our lives. Live and let live. Whatever your sexual proclivity, who gives an S? But it's you who who need the attention, the spotlight on you. It's you, these perpetual idiot sticks of indulgence, dressed up like nuns and priests. And if that ain't blasphemous toward the Catholics, I don't know what the hell. By the is. way, the Latinos do not—they don't take that kindly at all. And 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 because uh, there's a lot of Catholic. 
in that in in their brethren, you know, uh, no. Latinos. And Wait, is, is Mart saying Latinos are Catholic? <laughs> I so, never would have known. No, I yeah. never knew that. So, is, that is that a fact? So anyway, my question, my question, my question is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why doesn't does these big corporations like one of the big, you know, the owner or the whoever are involved in like Anheuser Busch in the Dodgers? Yeah. Haven't they learned from Target? Haven't they learned from Anheuser Busch? Haven't haven't they learned? From these people, from these things going well, on. Well, Mark Joshua and Brandon um, are a uh, Los Angeles gay couple who attended Pride Night and said that, uh, well, that this so-called uh, sisters of uh, perpetual uh, homosexuality were a great way to bring awareness to issues we're facing in this country. When I interviewed them, oh, so who's interviewing? I, I'm not certain, but uh, I guess uh, ask what those issues are. Good question, whoever the interviewer was. Hey, speaking of the issues, Matt, so yeah. we got a comment from somebody mm. who uh, wasn't bold enough to identify themselves, of yeah. course. Well, of course, because most of these uh, lefties are like to stay in the shadows because they have no wavos. Well, they I'm have not no even lefties, balls. but I'm guessing this is a, a transgender person. Mm -hmm. This guy is a real piece of work. No idea what we go through every day trying to be accepted as equal members of society. Mm -hmm. And you are proof of that. It's a joke to you, burn in hell, you bastard. Proudly by you, homophobe. So that, that's uh, to me, is, that's to me. I, I this you is know to what? You from one I'm of the not going to say any names. So that's that's to me I from can, a listener. Yes. I can guess who that. Okay. No, you can't, you Mark. Cannot, how, how would you possibly know? It's one of the myriad listeners we have and almost reviewers. a billion followers. Yeah, yeah. We're on the verge of a billion. Not so how understand. how would you possibly know? Here here's the bottom line to you. I want you to have a happy day. You have. It proved my point. It's not about what you go through to be accepted. It's not about acceptance. You don't want acceptance. That's not in your DNA. You, you want, want to be more special. You want to be treated above anyone else and coddled. You're accepted. I accept you. Just stay out of my friggin' life. I don't need to hear about your sexual proclivity yeah. as you don't need to hear about mine. You don't know exactly. what we go through every day. Yeah, you don't that know is... what us, you don't know what us heterosexuals go through every and day. By the way, we lately we go through a hell we of go a through lot. a hell of a lot. Yeah. yeah In fact, this this dude is spot on, man. Uh, it's three eighty nine now, up. and and this guy who is a gay man. I'll tell you what, they, but timing is perfect for this dude who is 100% spot on. And I would say, well, you can tell he's gay by, uh, you know, the way he talks. And but Matt, 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 are you being a homophobe? No, those are the facts, ma'am. A heterosexual male, 99% of heterosexual males don't speak like this. In fact, they did an SNL bit on this. You know, the the guy who was supposedly heterosexual, yeah. but I think it was Dana Carvey. Yeah. But but he spoke like this, and he had all the uh, the the gay uh, you know yeah. references and so on. But he wasn't gay. Yeah. So, but ninety nine percent of heterosexual males they don't speak like they this. They force it. So so yes yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, my, my girlfriend doesn't lisp and talk with a hootie. <laughs> no, because females don't do that. Exactly. But gay males do, and so this guy is spot on and i'm going to say it again it, it's pretty obvious he's gay by the the way he speaks go this is why public acceptance of gay people is declining nobody in their right mind wants to be completely inundated with pride flags for the month of june whether you are gay or straight we are all sick of it i don't need to see a pride flag to feel welcome in my country or to not feel oppressed do you know what this says to me not that we're a marginalized community in fact it says the opposite 
that we are a community that incessantly needs validation in order to feel welcome in society pause, because we're pause. so insecure about what have I been saying for years on this show? Yep. Yep. Exactly that. And that comes from a gay man. Yep. They they simply, it's not about being accepted. It's about validation and tremendous insecurity. Hey, man, heterosexual, gay, there are a lot of insecure people in this world. Guilty. And, and that's your problem, man. I'm <laughs> not here. Marty, guilty. Uh, yeah, and I'm not here to help you. I'm not here to help with your insecurity. Yeah, but we're not here to hurt gay, you either. No, but gay Thank or you. straight, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So go back to this gay dude. Go. ourselves. If this is something that you feel like you need every June, ask yourself why. Okay. Because anybody in their right mind, gay or straight, doesn't need this recording. or want it. This is not equality. This is privilege. <laughs> and I hate to break it to you, but true equality doesn't come with privilege. privilege. So are we really fighting for equal rights or are we fighting for special treatment? Ah! Thank you. This. Bingo. Bingo. Is that the end? That's the end. Oh, okay. Except for this. Give yes. it up for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Are we, are we fighting for special rights, equality, or special treatment. Uh, one and three is correct. It's not about equality. It's about special treatment. Yeah. And that's why this fries our asses here in the heterosexual community. And as it becomes apparent, and I believe more and more are gay brethren coming out and saying, you know, I'm not an in I'm a gay guy, but I'm not an insecure gay guy. So I don't need is. this. I don't need this. I don't need an entire month dedicated to pride. And I appreciate, boy, I appreciate the truth more than anything else on this program. I appreciate the truth. Okay, it, it was crowded down at that parade. I mean, uh, <laughs> what, Santa Monica? It's obscene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Clayton uh, Kershaw, obviously a Los Angeles icon. Yes. Uh, pitching ace who's never spoken out against Pride Night until the sisters, you know, those that dress up like nuns and, and priests. It's not just like nuns, though. They, they paint their faces completely white. Of yes. course. It's really It's uh, blasphemous. It's, it's blasphemous yeah. against our Catholic friends. A group who essentially makes a mockery of Christianity by combining gay sexual performances with Catholic rituals. And, of course, they were invited last night to be honored before the game. Well, Kershaw wasn't alone in his condemnation of, uh, of this group. And he's been joined by a wide range of figures, including Florida Senator Marco Rubio and official representatives of religious groups. Uh, and the Dodgers aren't the only ones to blame, but, you know, here they are in our own backyard. That's well, you know, what, because they, they tried to put a stop to it. They uninvited them at one point. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this is what puts them in the spotlight. Yeah. And it means something. When a person like Clayton Kershaw says something, it means something because he is one of the best pitchers in the league. Right. He's well-respected. Yes. So Yeah, yeah we're only, only halfway through the month designated uh, for the Pride celebration. Jeez. Just a few days into June... And decision to quietly remove a pride version of the MLB logo from social media. Are you digging this? Yeah. They uh, quietly removed a pride version of the MLB logo from social media. Universally mocked. Then came controversies involving players who've been outspoken about whatever the MLB is trying to accomplish with their this nutty pride plunge. The Boston Red Sox designated pitcher Mac uh, Dermody 
for assignment for what they determined was a homophobic tweet, even though this dude posted this like three years ago. So so he posted it and then had to get rid of it and uh, and of course they only just learned of the tweet during Pride Month. So they just learned of this tweet from several years ago. They required him to attend anti-discrimination training. Oh, is this boy? Someone's getting rich there. Wow! Now we have anti-discrimination. Oh, it's training. been oh, it's been around for God, years. Wow. Tattoo Dave. This is this is another money grab yep. by smart people. I I I think I could put together a little training seminar. Yeah, we need to get a program down. Uh, even worse was the uh, Anthony Bass debacle in Toronto, where the Blue Jays dismissed a player who previously apologized for a post the team determined was hateful to the gay community because he later said he didn't believe the post was at its core hateful because i'm certain it wasn't right this is not about hate no you know this is not about any and this is not about acceptance from you lgbtq nutbags i said it i said nutbags and even even the the, uh, the text that came in from one of our listeners and, he, and his last part of his uh, sentence was yeah. burn in hell. Yeah, burn in hell. Why do you have to say well, that? Well, because they're they're nasty. They want oh, us they to hate us. They, they hate just, us because they think we hate them. They hate no, they hate us because we're heterosexual. And it has nothing to do with the fact that they think we hate them. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, you go out of your way. You woke group of LGBTQIA plus AAEIEIO, and on this farm there was an L. LGBTQAIEIA, AI, anus. That's what you are. Hey, while we're on the subject of uh, comments, we have yeah. a guy from uh, Colorado, Bob. Yeah, I'll call Bob. Otherwise, maybe known as Uptown, Lowdown, or Bob, listening right. from Bob Colorado. Uh -huh. Says he would, uh, I'm not positive, but I think he's saying more interested in Matt's. Boxers oh, these. that he got from Lori, then the ah. sheets from Sarah. You mean the Tommy Wassell, the world's worst director, world's worst actor, who fronted about 20 years ago, that or, or 50, whatever the hell that was, the world's worst movie, The Room. The Room yeah. And the movie that was so bad, it was great. These boxers, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube or uh, Rumble.com. So he, he would like you to auction those well, off? That, that could be a, you know, a new thing. We might do that. They are autographed by uh, Tommy Wassell, his, uh, his own self. And not soiled. And he says, love Tommy. So, and not soiled. I have not worn these. Yes. Even though, if I could, uh, you know, mm -mm. a pretty penny. What? Mm -mm. what I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like where this is going. But uh, no, no, I don't either. Another, I mean, another <laughs> comment said, uh, is it too soon to turn Marty's mic off? Okay. <laughs> oh, it never was. too soon for that. I wonder who that was upstating. Uh, anyway, so far, ahead. none of the uh, Dodger players Idiot. who have spoken against Team's Pride uh, Night celebration have been punished uh, for the comments. Well, that's good. You know that I guess that's the good news so far. Uh, inviting Free speech the, wins. Inviting the sisters of perpetual indulgence to perform disenfranchises large community promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. Uh, this single event alienates the fans and supporters of the Dodgers, Major League Baseball, and professional sports. If we were up to some sports writers, <coughs> oh, that's COVID. Yeah, of course it is. Kershaw and uh, Trennan would indeed face consequences for their beliefs. But then you got Mike Freeman of USA Today who said what baseball has to do in the future is to make sure its team shows zero tolerance for this type of discrimination. Yeah. It's these sports writers, yes. these woke friggin' yeah. sports writers. But this witch hunt described by Freeman is what should be avoided. What is the witch hunt? 
Yeah. Uh, but modern sports writing, man, it's it is a liberal profession you know, these I days. See that more and more, you It really is. Yeah. But now they're journalists. Yeah. yeah, sports journalists enforce an unapologetically yeah. liberal code. And Brian Curtis, uh, who says, uh, by the way, this Brian Curtis, progressive uh, sports writer. Unfortunately, the media shapes uh, reality, and as a result, sports finds itself becoming unapologetically uh, liberal, uh, and the entire industry. Uh, they thank God when they win uh, things and rely on rage as a motivator. And for their success in liberal politics, sports do not mix. No, liberal politics and sports, any politics and sports, let's just keep it out on a playing field. Right. Right? Just throw a ball around. Yes. You know, yes. Play your game and get paid a lot of money Stay for out it. of my politics. All right. A lot to get to, including USA are my pronouns. A student or two tears down pride banners in a middle school. That and much less in minutes. Imagine Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube and Rumble.com and great radio stations.